This is Lachlan Rouston. This is Raf Friedman. And you're listening to the fittest podcast in Australia, The Mind Muscle Project. All right, Project, welcome back. We're going to be talking about how you can get jacked and shredded on a budget. And uh, no one, I think, is more qualified to talk about this than you and me. Like, there, there was a point. Because we're in, so poor. So poor. There was actually a point in time where <laughs> we're we, experts in poverty. We were paying money out of our savings account after we opened our first gym to literally pay the rent mm. because we had started paying ourselves a salary with, it turns out, money that the business didn't have, which is a huge mistake. But what it meant was there was a period of time where. God, how long was that period of time? It had to be like six to 12 months where we were sporadically sleeping at the gym. I mean, we had, we had you know... Real, I, slept, real I slept at the gym for, yeah, close to a year. Yeah. It was more just the convenience, right? Like we didn't... Our other homes were so far... Our parents' homes were yeah, so far Yeah, but I remember away, doing the maths and I was like, well, I save like $15 in transport every single day. There you go. Yeah. So, the, uh, the upstairs part of the gym were of a warehouse was basically not air-conditioned for a long time. Um, and it was, I think it was damp. So I think it had mold and it had mosquitoes, but it definitely had a funky smell to it. Yeah. And it was kind of the change room slash staff room. So there was like a lot of gross things about the upstairs area. So that's where we slept. Uh, and that's where we kind of half lived most of the day. And we probably didn't shower enough. And one thing, you know, training on this budget. Yes. Look, when it comes down to it, we had a whole gym that we could use. It didn't have a lot of equipment though, no. right? Like it, it just had the bare bones. We basically had what you would have if you had a good home gym. Like we had plates, yeah. barbells, dumbbells. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. there was like heaps R- of stuff. Rings we, and, bu- and pull-ups. Heaps of stuff we also didn't use in that gym as well for most yeah. of our training, right? We'd touch it maybe once in the week. So you don't need it. And then we spent a lot of time just trying to get as much free food as possible. There was yeah. a cafe. There was basically this this upcoming cafe franchise where... Soul Origin. Yep, Soul Origin, shout out. Uh, still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah still huge. going. Yeah, and they so their factories to supply all their shops, they have like these massive factories. One of those factories was down the road. We were training one of the owners and he actually, uh, funny enough, you know, although he had a short stint at the gym, he, he was really supportive of us yes. and, and still is. And he would call us and he would say, boys, the sweet potato for the week's about to go off. Do you want to come get it? So you and I would head down the road probably... Maybe 200 meters? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because that was the turnaround for the 400 meter run. 200, 200 meters, meters down, 200 meters back. Yeah, so we dragged down our tires. So we had these tires that were that makeshift we sleds, which is actually on a budget as well. Good sleds. So we'd made sleds out of tires and wood. Yes, so the wood planks created like the base for the tire and then we would load up the rotting sweet potato into the back of the tire and we'd march it down um, down the street and back. So 200 meters. It's right? not like, you know, we had like a kilo. We would have so much. Yeah, like, how much... How much I reckon we used to bring 20, back like, 30 yeah, kilos? 20, 30 kilos. Yeah. Because it was a hard sled push. It was, it was just as hard as chucking a 25 in there. And then basically what we do from there is we'd go upstairs and we'd bought like massive chunks of butter from the supermarket. Yep. And we would get the sweet potato. We would cut out the rotten bits. Yep. We would cut open the sweet potato. Oh, no, no. We'd keep the sweet potato sealed and we'd just put it in the microwave. Like, didn't wash it, didn't chop it, nothing. Nope. Just put it in whole on a, on a plastic, no, on a, uh, on a paper plate. And we'd heat it to the point that well, hopefully it didn't pop. We started to learn that if you didn't stab it a few times with a fork, it would explode. In, it would explode. <laughs> so we had a few explosions in the microwave. Um, but then it heated up so much we'd cook it on the inside. Then we'd cut it open and we'd just, just pour butter in it just to get the calories up. So that would be pretty much our breakfast, lunch and dinner for yeah. most of the day. The only out-of-pocket expense was the butter. Yeah, we had the protein shakes as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for that meal. For that yeah. meal. But so you the, could, you know, you, we could get like... 250 grams of carbs, 
60 grams of fat yeah. in each one of those sweet potato feedings. Yeah, we would order like the most budget protein powder possible until like a guy who used to work for a protein <laughs> powder company, he would bring like samples and stuff for us. So we'd smash through samples. So anyway, we, we figured it out in the end. But uh, I think it's just to make the point that we were doing that whilst also qualifying and training for the CrossFit Games. Mm. So it wasn't like we were just doing a little bit of bodybuilding, or whatever. Like we were training as hard as we could have possibly trained at the time, you know, 20 sessions a week. You know, we're looking at probably 30 hours combined of training, uh, which is just, you know, scary to think about now, seeing how we're more like three. Uh, but uh, I guess the point is here that we were able to make a lot of progress without any of the fancy stuff that, you know, we use or invest in today or sell to other people. Um, and that's why we're going to cover it off mm. for you. So it's, uh, so it's really important. So I guess we're going to break this down into three components for you. Uh, the first is the training component, so equipment and program slash coaching. Uh, the second component is the food, the nutrition, and then the third is recovery. Now, before we get into each piece, just, you know, even if you're listening to this and you're like, but I have money, so like, what's the point? I would just consider like, maybe there's actually a lot of things that you're spending on that you don't need yes. to spend on, right? And that's what's the nice thing about coming from the position that we came from is because now we know what works and what doesn't and what's necessary and what's not necessary, which I think is what's made Locker Room also so unique is yeah. that we were able to build, because most of the PT training facilities that you'll go to that have never, like most of those PTs, if in fact, all of them have never done CrossFit in their life and yeah. despise it. But they also believe that you need $60,000 dumbbells to do bicep curls, right? They also think you need like, you know, air, air lifted cable machines and hydraulic pressure to do rotator cuff exercises. Mm. You know, it's, it's not the case. You can get super strong without heaps of stuff. And in fact, most CrossFitters are way stronger than all those guys yeah. anyway, right? They're way stronger, way better shape, way fitter. And so because we're able to blend those two worlds, we didn't waste money on equipment that wasn't necessary. No, in some ways we still have like a budget high-end gym. Yeah. We do. Because Be careful like it's, using budget. It's, it's high-end, but we didn't spend money on all the things you could have spent money on that a lot of people would presume we would spend money on. Yes. Yes. It's un unnecessary. And we didn't, we don't buy into the brands of equipment. Like I think yeah. there's like a whole thing about, oh, this brand for this and this brand Well, we did get expensive equipment. It is expensive equipment, but yeah. we didn't get like the stupid shit. Yeah, we didn't get the made to order, yeah. you know, crazy Atlantis 12, 12 month Fourth wait time. What was the brand of that dumbbells that like nobody Watson. needs? Wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. Anyway, um, so... Let's get into the training part first. So first thing, like the way I'm thinking about it is, okay, what do you actually need from a training program? Uh, the first thing is obviously you need some really good upper body training. That's probably a piece. You need a way to like load up your legs for some, yeah. some heavy leg training. And then you need some like stuff for accessory exercises, right? For rehab purposes, which for me, the barbell covers all the leg stuff, right? Obviously there's, there's a technique and training component, which is essentially you're gonna have to teach yourself on YouTube, which is what I did. There's definitely... Um, I, I felt like for dumbbells, for the accessory exercises, yeah. right? For the small muscle groups. Uh, and then if you have a park nearby with a pull-up bar, you pretty much have every body weight exercise that you need. You probably maybe, maybe throw a band in there as well to kind of assist you and uh, with some of the body weight exercises. Outside of that, you've pretty much got everything covered. You've got, yeah, body weight training for your upper body. You've got accessory exercises for all body, like the, the entire body with dumbbells. And then you've got barbells for your legs. Yeah, you, it's taken care of. You don't even need a bench. Barbell is definitely the best piece of... Well, assuming you have plates. Yeah. The best piece of equipment you can get. Cost effective. Yeah. Because you can just... like Dumbbells are great and you still need them, but it's just hard to train your legs. Yeah. Barbell can do it all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, look, you probably would want a squat rack in there. Um, 
you could argue, but there's a way to do it. I mean, if you just do deadlifts. Yeah, you can. Or you can just get like, there's so many cheap racks these days. Yeah. Um, they like go into the wall, different options. There's a really good video online. You've seen this guy, he does like, I bought, you know, he'll do videos. Like I bought uh, the $200 squat rack off Amazon. Let's see how heavy it can go. Oh my God. So he, he'll buy like, he'll buy literally for $200 <laughs> US dollars. You can buy a full rack, barbell and plates. Oh, no way. And he'll just keep throwing on weights. See what happens. Wait, wait, wait. Plates included everything i could be wrong exactly on the 200 but it's okay. very cheap right i would say you're definitely um, wrong uh like you you would be astonished and i think it includes delivery it's like amazon prime <laughs> you're definitely like <laughs> have a look just um no look up way. the name of the videos but like i no bought way. like amazon you can't have, two, you can't have um, the nah no right. it would be i reckon it'd be the rack and then you probably it's probably got the photo with the barbells in there and it says like not included you know? uh you're gonna need to go on the amazon website that's 120. There's no no way that 120 includes everything. No, no, no. This is America though. So it's um, this would be like some sort of American thing. Anyway, the point of this was, was yeah. that uh, it's way better quality than you think. Like these bars hold up. Yeah. He, okay, dude, yeah, he yeah, puts yeah, like yeah. 500 kilos on this bar and like, yeah, it's bending. 500 kilos. But it's like, you know, completely, yeah, completely unnecessary. He, he basically puts plates all the way to the end on the video. And like the bar starts to bend. Yeah, but he's not going to fit 500 kilos on the bar. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> No, it'd be like maybe oh, 300. He, yeah, it'd be, no, it'd be over 300. No, because it's the calibrated weight plates on Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, hasn't yeah. Got, he hasn't got like, um, he hasn't got he powerlifting, really thin he hasn't got powerlifting yeah, yeah. plates. Yeah, he's got regular plates. So he's basically, he basically puts plates all the way to the end. You kind of fit another plate on yeah, he's probably got, 300 yeah, you're right. He's probably got about seven per side. So he's probably got 140 a side, 280 plus a bar. Yeah, he's got about 300. Um, anyway, the bar holds up fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need a really expensive bar. Yeah, is the, the guy obviously lifts as well, I assume. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's the point there. Dumbbells, I put the adjustable dumbbells just because um, obviously you're going to get the most bang for buck there. You're going to get the most amount of weight variations. Look, they're not perfect. We've had a few pairs. They always break. They break, but also it's how you treat them. It's how yeah. you use them as well. If you really, you know, we've got a whole gym using them, you know, and they're kind of every now and then someone will drop one or just use it in a way they shouldn't have used it. But if you're just really careful with it, you know, if you're on a budget, then you'll be fine. They, they, they do last a while. Uh, and all your all your kind of park training, you know, you can just keep it basic dips, you know, bar dips, pull ups, uh, more advanced stuff like muscle ups. Um, you do planche work, you know, lever work. There's there's heaps of stuff, negatives, chin over bar holds. Even there's probably even stuff where you can just do handstands, mm. you know, hold handstand push ups. There's just heaps of stuff you can do with bodyweight training. Um, yeah, you don't you don't you don't need a machine for that stuff. Um, so uh, to be fair though, caveat with the gymnastics training it's obviously a little bit more advanced, right? Which is why I said include yeah. the band in there. You may need, depending on your level, you may need more bands. But for people that are a bit more advanced, like you get tons out of bodyweight training, you know? And once you're good at it, you, a lot of people just stick with bodyweight yeah. training. Um, so that's sort of the equipment side of things. Now the programming side of things. I've listed off probably two of my favorite online programs, which you can just Google and find anywhere. You've got 5x5, five five, which is just a really easy format to work with and for any beginner it's plenty of volume and it's a good mix between kind of strength work and hypertrophy then you've got Wendler 531 which is more like strength based and Raf's obviously used that to get super strong if that's your goal now if you want to kind of put it together yourself I know there's always an element of people like yeah but I would like to program for myself how can I how can I figure out how to do that uh, one of the really good resources that I would recommend is Jeff Nippard's program on YouTube so he he is like probably I would say one of the best YouTubers when it comes to just breaking down complex uh, fitness information and research, similar to Elaine Norton, although he doesn't really touch nutrition quite as much as Elaine mm. uh, or, or go quite as deep. But he's got some really good videos on training, which just helps you kind of 
understand the principles, which allows you to write your own programs pretty effectively. He has paid programs as well if you wanted to, to go that route. The only thing about Jeff, I would say, is that he probably doesn't have a lot of stuff for the upper body because uh, he's not like really into body weight mm. training. Uh, for the body weight training side of things, I mean, Marcus Philly's got some good programs. Gymnastics Body's got... Gym, gymnastics Body free program? You do yeah, it, right? they ha- yeah, they have free versions. Um, that's where you want to go down like more like probably the, some of the calisthenics routes. Yeah, yeah. It depends how serious you want to yeah. get. You, I mean, you might just say, oh, look, I'm happy just doing banded pull-ups and dips, you know? Um, but you can go pretty deep on the gymnastics side of things. Gold medal bodies is another one as well. Um, who was the... Who was... We were, I was following his core program. It's like monkey... Monkey bar. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave Durante. Yeah, yeah. Durante. I, I don't know what his um. He's like the silver medal. Power monkey. Power monkey. Power monkey. Yeah. Power monkey fitness. They they've got some good programs as well. Oh, I mean, this is fucking. There's heaps. There's honestly heaps. Um, so that's the programming side of things. I wouldn't overthink it too much. I guess if you're on a budget, for me, that's kind of the person that's just getting into fitness anyway. Mm. Um. Anyway, so second, probably more exciting thing is the food. Food on a budget. So. We've been there to all the way to free, but let's say you've got, let's say you've got a hundred dollars a week to spend on food. I mean, you couldn't have less than a hundred dollars. What, fifty dollars a week? Do you reckon you no, could pull you it can't. off fifty dollars? No, fifty dollars no. a week is tough. No, you could pull this off on a hundred dollars a week. So, uh, white rice in bulk. You can get a rice cooker if you live in Australia from Kmart. I'm sure you can get it at Target or something in the US. Like it's like twelve dollars, fifteen dollars yeah. for a rice cooker. Um, so white rice. That's it. That's a good carbohydrate source. Bulk flavorless protein powder so if you go cheap wpc protein powder no flavor you can get it for 50 percent of the price including shipping than you can of like premium products like true protein and it's probably coming down to like 30 cents a serve 40 cents a serve it's cheap it's cheap yeah it's yeah. cheap this is not the kind of protein powder though that you'd probably want to be mixing with water after a workout no you need something to make it nice yeah but i mean um, it's probably it's definitely cheaper than buying meat for your protein oh yeah it's oh, yeah, really yeah, yeah, cheap. It's yeah. probably comparable to drinking milk, but obviously a lot easier than drinking tons of milk. Well, that's the next thing. The next thing is 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 milk. You can yep. just, you can just buy two dollars, two liters. The only thing with smashing milk is you got to have a tolerance for dairy. Yeah, that's why the protein powder can work well. Yeah. Well, I mean, you still have to have a tolerance for dairy. It's true, but it's just not as if everyone, anyone's ever done like two liters plus of milk a day, it's tough. Yes. A couple of scoops of protein goes down a treat. Yes. Yes. I've I've done too much milk before. So so that's that's kind of your your liquid protein options getting a little bit more on the expensive side for protein <laughs> options you got chicken breast bulk chicken breast uh you got frozen fish fillets as well i used to do a lot of them after school they were like the cheapest yeah. source of protein i think they just take the most trash fish they can of all time and they just f- skin it and freeze it and i don't even no, know dude, that's what that shit from it's like, like the sausages um, of fish you know what I mean? Like, you know, sausages, they just yeah, put yeah. all the shit meat together. They're I think bas- that's no, the fish version of sausages. Also, uh, what are they called? Bassa fillets. That shit from Vietnam. Yeah. That's okay. It. Yeah. Nine dollars a kilo. I think it's like, like, we don't, un- I think it's unethical in some way. Like, I don't know. It's like factory farming, but if you're on a budget, bassa fillets. Dude, we don't even know if it's fish. Let's be honest. <laughs> like it, it's got a photo of a, of a cartoon fish on the it's front. And we're like, that's like, gotta be fish. They're like, no, no, it's not fish, dude. We just named this thing fish. Yeah. Cause I tell you what, sometimes I pulled it out and I heated it up and it didn't smell like fish. I don't know what. It was never alive. <laughs> anyway, so this 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 frozen fish, I'm sure everyone has a version of it in their in their supermarket. The next version of this is like you can go to your local butcher and you can get cheap cuts of meat. Yeah. So cheap cuts of meat just end up being stuff that I guess 
come off the better parts of other cuts. Yeah. So like the, the end of the scotch fillet or like some of the bones or whatever. Now it's really hard to cook them, but it's really easy to cook them in a slow cooker. You can get a, you can buy a slow cooker for like $100, $150. Um, and I would say that this is probably your best friend in terms of a cooking item. Yeah, $150, um, but it like never breaks. So easy, like takes no technique. You just pour water in, chuck the meat in, put some, you know, barbecue sauce in there or some salt some pepper whatever really basic and you just leave it and just i mean we how many meals did we eat together that yeah. was white rice and slow cooked meat and the good thing about those off cuts is they're typically not very popular because there's like lots of fat on them but if you're yeah. bulking it works well they're yeah high, high if you're bulking, meats, yeah, yeah 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 i w- i mean you can't really slow cook chicken breasts oh that's gross can you you have can you, have you done it no but you definitely can you can of course it's yeah cool. yeah yeah it's just but you want it with a lot of flavor it's gonna be gross yeah, yeah it'd be too it'd be too plain yeah you want a flavor um so that's what you can do uh those are our i guess our top recommendations for like obviously high calorie sources because i mean that's what you're doing on a budget right you're trying yeah. to also get the most bang for buck in terms of a calorie perspective as well and then the last component obviously you want to focus on is recovery now this is i guess the area where you can really blow a budget out i mean how how hard can you blow a budget out on on programming Oh, you could you could get up to like a hundred bucks a week for a yeah. good coach online or something, you know? How much could you blow it out on training? Yeah, you could definitely get up there. Uh, food, you know, again, pretty hard to blow. You can really you can you can really fuck yourself with recovery. Are you putting supplements into recovery? Uh, no, no, just all the other recovery stuff. Yes, yeah. So recovery would be like cooling mattresses, yeah. Normatec boots, um, vibrating massage guns, uh, hot and ice therapy. Like all those things, uh, I would fall into recovery. The truth is, well, pretty much all the money does fall into the into the one percenters. Yeah, because yeah, the ninety yeah. percenters we talked about are all really, really cheap. Yes, and then all the money gets poured into like all the innovation, all the new products. Very often, it's it's in the one percent category. I would also put like Whoop in there as well. Yeah, like yeah of course. Apple watches and trackers and wearables and stuff they go in there as as well. Now th- this is. Um, this is the area, obviously, where you can spend the least amount of money yeah. and be just as effective. So your 80-20 of recovery is sleep. So if you just find a way to optimize for sleep, if you get more sleep, you can beat everyone that's hopping into an ice bath and getting into a sauna every day just because you're getting more sleep. And, and most of the optimizations for sleep are free. So like getting a dark room, yeah. I guess it's free if you can just do it for free. Getting, news, like, news getting morning sunlight tape. is free. Like not being on your phone late at night is free. Yeah, Being consistent with your bedtime. Stretching before bed, hot shower yeah. before bed. That's so the most of the big rocks for improving sleep are for free. Yeah, so that that is that is where I'd go first. I would add in naps as well to even enhance your... I reckon a 10 to 15, 20 minute nap is still even more effective than loads of other protocols out there. Uh, and then if you were to spend a little bit of money, I would get a foam roller and a lacrosse ball. There are still times when you know, you're training and something goes like a neck or a, or a hamstring or a lower back and it's just so uncomfortable you need something to kind of get into those tissues to relieve some of the pain and the most effective things that we've used in the past for ourselves is just a foam roller mm. lacrosse ball they allow you to free up the area so you, you bring down some of the pain levels and the tightness and it just means that you can get back to training faster because you know you add in the foam rolling and you you kind of loosen up that area a bit of stretching a bit of activation and you get into training again then you're able to heal that that area the damage area faster so recovery is simple yeah, mm. it's it's very it's very overthought, and um, obviously a lot of people are trying to profit off of it, but it is simple recovery. So that's it. So that's how you can get uh, jacked and shredded on a budget. If you guys have ideas that you think uh, are better or things you've used before that you think are effective that maybe we missed, uh, we'd love to hear from you. 
Uh, but as always, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Make sure you tell someone and we'll speak to you all next week.